Welcome to TBT, a movie podcast where we relive our childhoods through movies. I'm Olivia. And I'm delirious. Um, Miranda. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what are we doing? Oh, Descendants. Yep, Descendants from 2015. Oh my god. Okay, this just honestly such a good movie i'm so happy that we're doing this um i'm just going crazy so it's it's fine yeah 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 yeah. it's a great movie um like i it's not as good as descendants 2 no we are both firmly agreed on like descendants 2 it's just so much better but it's fine like we gotta do the first one first yeah exactly you gotta you have to like build to you know like Cheetah Girls 2. You know, you have to have Cheetah Girls 1 to have Cheetah Girls 2. Oh, my God. (laughs) I mean, I don't know if anyone needed Cheetah Girls 2, but... But it was... It was so good. It was amazing. Sure. Whatever. I feel very highly about Cheetah Girls 2 and very... We know. Very opposite about Cheetah Girls 1. (laughs) We know. Um, Okay, so what are... Hold on. I need to... I only have... I usually have two screens. I only have one right now. Um, Okay. 2015 it's crazy to me that like this movie like it filmed in 2014 so like the entire sort of production process of this whole like franchise being five years is insane you mean because it's just like so it feels so it just seems like such a long time and like these people are so young so it's like what for 20 percent of dove cameron's life she's been doing descendants yeah that's, I mean, that's just some quick math. Haven't checked that. <laughs> um, well, if she's 20, it'd be like 25%. So, yeah, probably close to 20%. She's not 20, though. I think oh, okay. she's like 25, 23. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, she's probably it. about 20%. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I get that. It's very similar to like High School Musical. I feel like that all kind of happened over the course of like five to eight years, like all three of them. So. Yeah, something like that. But yeah, she's um, she's twenty three, by the way. Oh, great, wonderful. Yeah. Um, cool. So yeah, this is sort of like the modern day High School Musical. Like, if you're not familiar, yes, get familiar. So Descendants is basically um, a musical version of what ha- when like the villains of Disney had kids. Yeah, essentially that's what it is. And they all have, like, little names, like the daughter of Maleficent, Mal, and things like that. But mm-hmm. just, it's it seems like it's going to be a lot worse than it is. Like, sort of when you watch, like, a trailer or something or see, like, photos from it, it looks so cheesy. But they really, like, commit to the cheese. Like, they're yeah. very much similar to Brody in that way. Like, committed to cheese. <laughs> I mean, it's almost more... Um... It's more, like, campy than cheesy, I think. It is very campy. But, but like, I kind of love it. Like, because it's, like, the kind of... It's, like... I don't know. It's so, like, traditional Disney, you know? Yeah. It is traditional Disney, but it also, like, has this sort of postmodern touch to it where it's, like, the focus on the anti-hero. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I love using the word postmodern. Just makes me feel so smart. (laughs) <laughs> that one class I took in college. Okay. Um, so this movie was an hour and 52 minutes, which which is too long. Yeah. Um, it's very widely, like, available to watch. You can watch it on, like, Disney's app or Netflix, I think. Yeah, I didn't I didn't watch it on... I didn't know it was on Netflix, but yeah, I watched it on the Disney app. It, it might be. I might be wrong. I should check. 
before I, you know, spread that word. But if you have, like, any cable login, you can watch it on Disney's website. Yeah. Ad-free, by the way, which was great. Yeah. It used to be on Netflix, at least. I don't know. Oh, really? Um, I don't think it's on Netflix anymore. But the first thing that comes up when you type in Descendants is Liv and Maddie. And the third thing is another Cinderella story. <laughs> so We're sticking in the right vein here. Yeah, apparently. we're. I don't know what we're doing right. Probably nothing. Um, <laughs> who's the director? Let's talk about so, him. So Kenny about Ortega, our, you know, our basket of flowers to be sent to, or our muffin basket needs to be sent to. Yeah. Um, so Kenny Ortega, director of Hull High from 1990, High School Musical 3, senior year. Um, <laughs> um, I don't know what this number uh, is. 19. Oh, okay. The 19th uh, Winter Olympics X-I-X. opening. X-I-X. I think that's 19. There's no way there's only been 19 Winter Olympics. There's been way fewer Winter Olympics than you think. Really? Yeah. Okay, the 19th Winter Olympics at opening ceremony um, in 2002, and I believe that was in Atlanta, and then this is it from 2009. I think 2002 was Salt Lake. Oh, it was! You're right. Yeah, I think 1992 They wouldn't was, have Winter Olympics in Atlanta. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. Which one was in Atlanta? Um, uh, just a summer one, maybe like 1990. Yeah, it was in the 90s. Something. Yeah, okay. You're right, you're right. 90... Six? Yes, yes, that makes sense. Cool. Um, <laughs> great. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, yes, an XIX is 19. Oh my that's, goodness. Yeah, wow, I feel, again, so validated. <laughs> that would be great. That was rough. You probably should have read that. What but... was the one that I had to text you and I was like, no, I'm 100% right on this? Oh, it was oh, Alexa Sophia. Vega. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And Sophia Carson does have her own uh, Cinderella story. Yeah, that too. Anyway. Okay, um, yeah, so he has won three primetime Emmys for Outstanding Choreography for High School Musical in 2006, the 19th Winter Olympics Opening Ceremony in 2002, and for Outstanding Directing for a Variety Music or Comedy Program for the 19th Winter Olympics Opening Ceremony in 2002. Um, Yeah, that must have been a pretty memorable opening ceremony. Yeah, also pretty memorable Memorable is him directing This Is It, um, which, if you don't know, was the Michael Jackson tour documentary of, like, his last tour that he was, like, supposed to do and then died, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, this one's a little rough. Like, being very close to Michael Jackson is, like, it's a little hard for me. Yeah, I don't... It's a no from me. Like, I don't know when he met Michael Jackson or... Because I don't think what was going on... Well, yeah, but I don't think what was going on with Michael Jackson was still happening in the, like, last maybe five to ten years of his life. I mean, I certainly hope not, however... um, Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Obviously, I don't know. However... Once a child molester. Yeah. I think he was very frail. Yes, that is something you don't typically grow out of. Um, but I don't think he. I think he was very frail and like more focused. Unless on you're maybe his also a child, that you grow out of it. Do you yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I think that that's something that I think he was focused on, like his health and all that sort of thing. But yeah, it doesn't look great for Kenny Ortega. But I still anyway, like love it's him. It's not a great look. Like I wish Descendants was there instead, but it's fine. Yeah, yeah, I don't love that it's in his known force, but I do we, love him. 
are we gonna also talk about you know the the sad elephant in the room um well we talked well yeah when we get to the person who it is okay yeah you all know what we're talking about we'll get there but first we're gonna talk about dove cameron love her she only has two known for us on imdb which is a travesty still um we last talked about her so we've done her like stuff for um dumplin that's what that movie was called i like already (laughs) forgot um and her known for us are descendants and hairspray live from 2016 hairspray live was like just such a big deal ariana grande yeah yeah it was Jeff cameron like derek huff <laughs> it was it vanessa hutchins was in it too wasn't she yeah uh no she's in greece oh i was thinking of greece yeah, yeah, greece. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so yeah although her given name is chloe her father called her dove or Dovey from the time she was very little after his death in 2011 which is it, it's really sad um she legally changed her name to dove in his honor so how did her dad die does i like couldn't find Um, any information on that oh okay this is it's really dark oh okay that's i mean he it it was suicide and he was gay and there was like a whole situation oh my god that's so sad okay it's it's really sad but it's like yeah anyway um she won the not as sad she won the 2018 daytime emmy for outstanding performer in a children's series for live and maddie yeah good for Thank her you. <laughs> oh, so good she honestly earned it like live and maddie is just so good right right <laughs> strong recommend for me on live and maddie i just i love her so much like my obsession remains strong that's like one of the things like my opinions on so many things have changed throughout these couple of years um but loving dev cameron is not something that's changed for me um also i was realizing this while i was like looking at her imdb which is surprisingly not something i do very often um <laughs> Has she ever been in, like, a movie that's been released in the theater? Like, in a movie theater? I don't um, I think feel like, so. I think all, everything she's ever done is, like, either on TV or straight to video. And, like, there's nothing wrong with that. And then I was also thinking about, like, the wondrous things that Netflix has done for, like, the straight to DVD, straight to VHS, like, industry of movies. Like, that was just, like a walmart bargain bin and now it's like ooh, your movie's on netflix do you know what i mean (laughs) like the things that they have done for that yeah i i agree that um i think that's kind of a disney thing though too like when you work with disney channel yeah none of that disney stuff goes in yeah goes to theater theater, so i think like that's kind of the way they start you out like i don't think selena gomez or uh, Miley's movie got a theatrical release, but like, I mean, I don't think. Yeah, but know, Miley's like, movie wasn't with Disney. Oh yeah, that's. I the think Hannah Montana really place was in the. Oh yeah, Hannah Montana. Just kidding, J.K. Okay. okay. Um, but um, and like the High School Maguire. Musical kids were all yeah, Lizzie McGuire. I think it's just because they didn't make a Live and Maddie movie. Yeah, probably. Because you know. I don't know what that movie would have been like. Um... What was I going to say? There's something I was going to say, and now I don't remember. I don't know. Oh. Um, and it's it's going to be really sad when, like, she's also in something that doesn't go to theaters when she gets cast in the role of Farina Fander Woodson in uh, the new Gossip Girl. So. Ew, no. <laughs> 
I, she's not an HBO kind of girl. I don't think she goes straight from like Disney to be. HBO. Okay. She's not a Zendaya. That's exactly what Zendaya's done. Zendaya? No, I, I mean, know. Zendaya did, like, um, she did, like, Greatest Showman and all that stuff, too. Zendaya's yeah. had some in between. This would literally be going straight Euphoria from Descendants. Euphoria is raunchy, though. Like, Euphoria is more raunchy than Spring Breakers. Yeah, but, um... I'm, but what I'm saying, I just don't think Dove Cameron is, like, still working with Disney, still also, doing her Disney show, and then simultaneously doing something on HBO. I think the thing that, like, we need to remember when talking about HBO Max is, like, it's it's Warner Brothers' streaming platform. It's not HBO's. Like, it's just they're calling it HBO Max, but, like, all the programming and stuff is being done by Warner Brothers. Yeah, that's true. So, I think we just need to, like, keep that in mind. Like, it still is the CW. It's just going to be on the internet. Anyway, I'm excited about that because only because Josh Schwartz and Stephanie Savage are involved. Yeah, yeah. I think that's, like, the way to give it a a shot, you know? Yeah, that's the only shot in hell. Yeah, I'm like the I'm, only reason why I'm. Anyway, I was we Olivia and I were texting about this, and I really went from like zero to a hundred on it really quickly. <laughs> yeah, I I think it, I like I'm willing to give it a shot. I ho- yeah. like honestly, I want them to get um to get Kristen Bell to do the voice. <laughs> like I if love I can, that. I think they should. Yeah, like if I can come in and it's like, hey guys, Gossip Girl here. Hey Upper East Siders, Gossip Bell's Girl here. a little here. bit busier now. But I um, know, but it's like you know it only takes her five minutes to record those. Yeah. Like honestly dream job. Yeah, no. I mean like I would I would there would be nothing that would make me happier to sit down and watch that and be like, hey Upper East Siders, Gossip Girl here. Like yeah. come on my screen. Like I that would, would love- be everything. Like Gossip Girl re-release DVD extra, they just have Pen Badgley reading all of those. No, 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 <laughs> no. Wouldn't that be kind of funny though? It would. It would be funny. He's the one doing it. Hey, Upper East Siders. Why does he have a speech impediment? I don't know. Because I don't like him. <laughs> Okay, that's that's really fair. I think. Are you sure you don't? You just don't like uh, Joe Goldberg. And no, Dan I Hunter? didn't like him in Gossip Girl. Like anytime he okay. was with Serena, I'm like, first off, she's your stepsister slash like actual sister. <laughs> Third of all, no, not not an actual sister. Whatever, something they like that. They make that really clear. Anyway, okay. Um, who's next? Yeah, so let's. Bring down the joy. Um, yeah. Oh. So no, but his life was full of joy. So, oh my like, God. We be so happy that much, we got to like experience though. the magic that this person brought into our lives. Yes. So Cameron Boyce plays Carlos um, in this movie. His known fors are an upcoming show called Mrs. Fletcher. I believe it. It's on. I actually saw a preview for it the other day. Um, it's on a streaming platform like Amazon Prime or something like that. Um, he's in Descendants 3 in 2019, Grown Ups 2 from 2013, um, and he only has three, I guess, um, things on his IMDb. Hey, he's beating Dove, so... Yeah, exactly. Um, but it's weird that, like, Descendants 3 is in his known fours, and it's yeah. not in Dove's. Like, put it in Dove's. Yeah, it's... Give Dove at least Descendants, Descendants 2, Descendants 3. Yeah, exactly. 
I, trust me, I thought it was very strange, but whatever. Um, so Cameron passed away in his sleep in his home in Los Angeles on July 6, 2019. So it was a few weeks ago. And it um, really sounded like you were talking about Dove Cameron for a second. Like, well, you know. Sorry. Not a journalist. Freaked me um, out for a sec. Due to an epileptic seizure. Um, but he was... Like, he was a really great person, and it's so sad. And I was watching all these videos last night um, of, like, all the extras and stuff for um, for Descendants. Oh, my God, I meant to do that. I meant to be, like, to, like, find a behind-the-scenes or something. Like, he was so sweet and so nice and so cute. And, like, they had this, like, car sentence thing, like, basically yeah. carpool karaoke. And, like, he is, like, always so into it. He knows everybody else's songs. <laughs> like, it was so cute. Um, but he is, I think, really going to end up being known as just an incredible humanitarian. Um, for someone so young, he, like, kind of, he accomplished a lot. Um, he did a lot with his, like, the level of fame that he had, which was kind of amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, in 2017, he helped raise $30,000 with Thirst Project to build two wells for clean water in Swaziland. And um, in 2015, he was closely involved with the United Way's Home Walk in downtown Los Angeles, um, which is their initiative to end homelessness. And he also worked with It's On Us, a social movement to raise awareness and fight against sexual assault um, on college campuses for both men and women. And um, Wielding Peace, a social media campaign targeted at fighting against gun violence by showing celebrities and survivors wielding a new kind of weapon, one of unity, um, which is sounds so cheesy to say. But yeah, um, I mean, all causes I can get behind. Yeah, he was just somebody who I think was very um, active in giving back and like truly did everything he could to like when he wasn't working and acting he was very passionate about giving back to his community which is and other communities and um, he was working and acting a lot <laughs> yeah yeah like he, and it's like, not like you say that and he didn't have anything going on like he was he was busy yeah and the fact that he just you know kept he was always focused on like acting and Philanthropy, which is amazing for somebody who's so young, because it, when, you know, 20 year old boys don't typically, they're not like, their sole focus is not helping others, you know? Typically, no. Um, okay, so yeah, that's, it's really sad. And, um, yeah, <laughs> I don't, yeah, know I, I, I think we've, we've said a lot about yeah. it. So, so yeah. next. Okay. Um, also, Boo Boo Stewart, who plays Jay, he um, is known for The Twilight Saga, Breaking Dawn from 2011, White Frog from 2012, The Twilight Saga, Eclipse from 2010, and X-Men, Days of Future Past from 2014. His actual name is Nils Allen Stewart Jr. He was nicknamed Boo Boo as a child because he used to suck two fingers and his mom said that he had a boo-boo face honestly disgusting yeah <laughs> like, uh, his mom is not fr- um what? his mom is an immigrant from mm, nils sounds like norwegian or something his dad is there i think both of his parents are uh, are immigrants i believe his dad is like from europe and his mom is um asian um <laughs> 
I think it's like Filipino or something like that. And um, she didn't speak like, I don't think great English when she had him or something. I don't know. So like the fact that, I don't know. They're both, I'm um, sure, amazing people. But yeah, I cannot believe that his name is Boo Boo. Like I, I cannot get behind the fact that this kid's name is Boo Boo. I cannot. It is weird. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, totally. Because I thought it was very funny that he played a Native American in um, Breaking Dawn, and I don't think he is actually Native American at all. I think he is, I think it's, like, European plus, like, Filipino. Just or ethnically <laughs> ambiguous. Yes, know, like yes, very much. He is, um, he is Rashida Jones in, uh, in Parks and Recreation, and that's one thing that Amy Poehler's character always says is how ethnically ambiguous and beautiful that Rashida Jones is, <laughs> which is like so true. <laughs> yeah, fair. Um, okay, so he also is a celebrity ambassador for the Muscular Dystrophy Association, and he has appeared in a PETA campaign encouraging people to adopt animals rather than buying from pet stores. Again, another cause I can get behind. I want to be, I mean, like, I don't. PETA, I do believe, is, like, a lot of extremism. Um, I think I don't love that. But I want to be in, like, a humane society ad, like, holding puppies. Like, could you imagine being in, like, a video shoot and just be like, I get to hold puppies. Like, yay. <laughs> like, what, what's your, what do you do to sure. give back? Um, I, like, shoot commercials where I hold puppies. It's, you know, like, yeah. I'm, I'm such a true – I'm truly giving back right now. <laughs> yeah. Hey, look. Like – Obviously, that's not work. That's like people. We have a. I do not support Petland in any way, shape, or form. But um, we have a Petland that's like right by our house, and it's like I've the only never even heard of Petland. Okay, it's like it's a pet store. Like they definitely they sell puppies um, that they absolutely acquire from puppy mills, and it's the only one in in like the St. Louis area. And people will drive like people drive like all from all over the place in St. Louis to like because you get to sit and play with the puppies. And people just, like, come and sit with it. Like, they're, like, thousands. Like, each puppy is, like, $5,000. It is absolutely insane. Like, it's crazy. But, like, in high school, we used to go to Petland and just, like, make them let us hold puppies. Yeah. Olivia, do you know what I just discovered on his Wikipedia page? What? His mother has Japanese, Chinese, and Korean ancestry. All right. And his All father the ones I didn't say. <laughs> has Russian, Scottish, and Blackfoot ancestry. Blackfoot. Okay is native american yeah so he does have native american okay but it's like he so he is like an eighth native american i mean maybe yeah i mean because i'm pretty sure his dad like i when but i saw a picture of them I mean, look, that's, his dad that's like pretty good for a population that we just decimated you know like it's oh yeah for sure no totally but it was like i remember reading it was that. like his dad is like his dad is four different types of white, or three different types of white plus Blackfoot, and then so and then three different types of three different Asian. So he's like maybe an eighth Blackfoot. However, it's like grow out your hair and you can be whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Okay, um, so who's next? So, yeah. Oh, your fave. Oh, I get to I get to choose somebody that's not. That hasn't recently passed away. Perfect. Um, so Sophia Carson um, plays Evie. She is her note for our Descendants, Wicked World from 2015 to 2017, which is I, animated. 
Okay, that's what I was thinking because I really wanted, I thought it was just a live action version of Descendants. I'm like, I want to watch this and couldn't find anything about it. And then I didn't realize no, it's it was a cartoon. Animated. They do the voices. Mm-hmm. Boo. Um, no, I would have loved a TV show. Right? But I mean, how expensive, I imagine the costumes on this is like, like, it just sounds very expensive to make a TV show out of this show. Yeah, I mean, look, the costumes either look like they took a million years and a million dollars to make or they look like you went down to party city like i just they so i don't know sometimes they it don't is look that the good. former um definitely i know yes. no, i'm i'm so aware but it's just it's very sometimes it looks a little cheap it's like it kind of like flip-flops for me like the wigs the and stuff in the like like certain people's wigs, like in the first movie, uh, Dove Cameron's wig is like really pretty. Like it's dark purple. What short. are you talking about? It's the worst haircut I've ever seen. No, it's super cute, and it looks oh like re- my God, it, it looks like. So and then in the bad. second movie, it has like big bangs and like it's. It I... looks like a Party City wig fully disagree with you i thought the second one was so much better than the first one just in terms of like how cute it was the first one is literally it's six inches shorter in the back than it is in the front i like the short with curls though like i like that like length of hair for make it like a lob don't make it like a weird asymmetrical thing i don't know i just don't understand and then i but like in the second movie that blonde i i love and the fact that dizzy makes fun of it i'm like Shut your mouth, that blonde is beautiful. <laughs> yeah, when they're they're like, it makes your face, I don't know where your face I don't know ends. where your face ends and your hair begins. I'm like, shut up, you bitch. Yeah. Maybe she needs a spray tan, not a new haircut. Uh, no. Um, okay. Anyway, yeah, so Sophia Carson, um, she's also known for Descendants 2 from 2017, Adventures in Babysitting from 2016, and Descendants... Oh um, yeah, and it's also—it's weird that her starring role in the TV show *The Pretty Little Liars*, *The Perfectionist*, like, isn't on this list. It's weird. Yeah, it's um, the thing that's cr- like that show. I just it, like it's hard. I I, I can't watched, get into it. Yeah, I watched like the first like five episodes. Episodes. The thing that's hard about it for me is like I can't get behind like Allie as this like, like. It, I don't know. I just like can't get behind Allie being like a good guy. Like yeah, that's, she's that's like, not my issue. My issue is just like there's so much going on. There's and, too like, many I characters like running around, and like the characters all look the same. Like all of those boys yes. look the same. I'm like, and I don't know even who some any of the, of you all are. the girls are brunettes except for like Allie, and then it's yeah, it's hard to. I just and I don't Kelly know. Rutherford. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, it's just it's just yeah, it's. It's hard. It's not bad, but, like, it's not Pretty Little Liars. No. Um, But, yeah, she was originally signed to Broadcast Music Inc., also called BMI, as a um, singer-songwriter in 2012. And then her acting career was launched in 2015 when she was cast as a guest star on Disney Channel's Austin and Allie. Yes, cool. So I get to talk about Kristen Chenoweth, who plays Maleficent. Her known fours are 
Pushing Daisies from 2007 to 2009, Bewitched from 2005, Rio 2 from 2014, <laughs> and RV from 2006. I feel like this known for is makes it seem like Kristen Chenoweth is, like, so much less famous than she is. Like, all of her Broadway like, stuff is what she's known for. Oh, my God. Like. And, like, I was looking, because her IMDb, I'm like, this woman is not what this IMDb, because it's not, like, her yeah. Broadway stuff. And then I went to her Wikipedia, and I'm like, this is Kristen Chenoweth, you know? like yeah, And all of her... Go. Her amazing, like, um, she's been in, like, it was, like, 16 or something different. She starred in, like, 16 different Broadway performances. Like, this woman she is on Glee. Broadway. Yeah, she's, well, yeah, <laughs> she's on Glee. But, like, <laughs> I mean, like, this woman is Broadway. Like, she made Broadway, I think, for my generation, like, she made Broadway, like, cool again. Her and um, Idina Menzel. My generation is holding out for Duff Cameron to make Broadway cool again. And I think, like, Glee anyway. in general made Broadway cool again because of, like, Leah Michelle and, you know, it made... And MTV recording and doing the Legally Blonde. Uh, they, like, recorded Legally Blonde and broadcast it on MTV. And, like, that's when I fell in love with, like, Broadway musicals, like, modern musicals. Okay, we can't talk about Broadway anymore because Montana's not here. I know, right? That makes me so sad. And she's not going to so hear much. this either. <laughs> no, I know. But, like, one day maybe... <laughs> listening to this and i miss you so much <laughs> oh. um so yeah she's won six tony awards for her performance in steel piper you're a good man charlie brown and on the 20th century she also won the 2009 primetime emmy for outstanding supporting actress in a comedy series for pushing daisies yeah so i was actually looking i'm like she would be such a fantastic um I think it's Steel Pier, by the way. Oh, she was also in... Oh, did I not say that? Um, you said Steel Piper? I'm like, wait, oh, I think it is Steel Pier. Pier. Um, I don't know. I have literally no idea. could be an EGOT person. Like, I'm like, yeah, oh my God, could. this woman could easily win an EGOT. But she could has... really see her get a Grammy, but that's fine. Um, but she's also, I mean, a Grammy for, like, a soundtrack for, like, a Broadway... Like, that's how, like, comedians and stuff can become... Like, that. I think Whoopi Goldberg's um, an EGOT winner, and she won her Grammy for releasing her stand-up as, like, a, um, as an album. So, like, it's yeah. possible that she could be on something that would get her a Grammy. No, totally. Um, she also was in Hairspray Live. Yeah, the only thing, I think almost, it would, I think I could see Kristen Chenoweth getting a, so she has a Tony Award and she has, um, an Emmy. So all she needs is an Oscar and a Grammy. I could Man, see her getting an Oscar. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't see her getting an Oscar. I could definitely see her getting a Grammy. The only way I think she gets an Oscar is, like, again, like a backdoor way, as in she gets, like, for best original song or something like that. Like, she, it has to be in the same way that, like, I think John Legend has an Oscar for best original song or something yeah. like that. So, like, it's going to have to be like that. Okay. She's not going to be – she's not getting an acting Oscar. Yeah. I, no, totally. You're right. But, I mean, I, I could see it for her. I think she needs yeah. to, like, put her nose to the grindstone a little bit. Kristen Chenoweth, get it together. Like, I think she's probably more focused on retirement right now. But get it together and get your EGOT before you do Honestly, that. Honestly, same. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no theatrical release. So no box office stats. But as of August 23rd, 2015, it was the fifth most watched original movie in cable history. Yeah. Suck it, Lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> Suck it, the pregnancy pact. <laughs> you five little cheerleading bitches. 
All right. So some trivia. What's nice about having a 2015, like these Disney Channel original movies are so much easier. There's so much content because like obviously Disney since like the internet happened is all about making content. So like I can find information and trivia and stuff like that about these kinds of Disney Channel original movies where like Smart House, absolutely not. There's nothing on these people. Okay, so it was initially not intended to be a musical until Kenny Ortega came on board. So, doesn't surprise Great me. Great choices. All. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, I feel like they were like, okay, Kenny, what can you bring to the table? And he's like, how about a musical? And they're like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I love that so much. What a guy. Like, I can see this, like, conference room, and they're like, oh, okay, it's Kenny Ortega, we know. So what are you going to bring? What are you bringing to the table that we can't get anywhere else? Well, obviously, this has to be a musical. Yeah. Do it. And, like, how much more work would it be if you're, if you're like, Kenny Ortega? He has to come in and <laughs> make the music, choreograph everything. It's like, okay, you just, okay, Kenny, it's on your shoulders now. <laughs> like, you just put a lot of work in your hands. But, okay, sounds He's good. He's magic, honestly. Ugh, Somebody yes. gave him a spell book at some point. No, a fairy godmother wand. He's better totally. than a spell book. Um, so the castle used for Oridon Prep is Hatley Castle, a historic mansion in British Columbia that's currently home to Royal Roads University. Cool. Like, I'm sure it's, like, a very expensive liberal arts school. (laughs) Maybe. I don't know. It's, I guess. I don't know. It didn't seem big enough to be a university. That's why, yeah. I think it's, like, a very small, like, expensive liberal, you know. It seems tiny. I could see it being, like, like, very much like a boarding school or something. Like, like an actual, like, boarding school. Yeah, and I don't know. I mean, well, I guess that's what it was supposed to be. But it also kind of seemed like the house of a really rich person who then, like, lost it all. (laughs) Yeah, well, like, the... the the dorms looked like they were supposed to like I feel like the dorms were actually like converted offices like they were not dorm rooms no that was weird but um I'm like this was the admissions office clearly this was not someone's like actual dorm room no one lived in this I also need like whoever's calling this a castle to like understand the difference between a palace and a castle but that's just a personal (laughs) thing that always really bothers me I also, yeah, I don't think, okay, I don't know the difference between anything, but, okay. like, I don't think a you can just call something is, a castle, right? A castle is a battle fortress, a palace is a residence. Oh, okay, okay, interesting. Because I thought, so like... it seems like more of a palace than a castle. Well, I thought for some reason, like, a castle, someone had to, um, like, royalty had to live in it at some important point in time or something, I don't know. No, so they used to live in them when they, like, needed in, like, to. In, Middle Ages, yeah, Probably. like Henry yeah. VIII was like living in the castle, but Queen oh. Elizabeth is living in a palace. Yes. Okay. I see. I see. Interesting. Yeah. Good to know. Wow. Look at you dropping trivia in the trivia section. I, yeah, that's 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 from my book research. So. Oh my god. Well, that's that why is I know good. that. I'm like I feel like I've learned something. Uh, okay. Wow. Um, so the dragon at the end of the movie took over 2,000 hours to animate, which, like, really? Was it like, worth it? So when I was thinking about this, this is a really weird idea, but, like, I'm like, why doesn't, like, the animators of Game of Thrones, like, once they're done <laughs> with Game of Thrones, like, with doing, like, the dragons and stuff, why do the they, way, like, sell that animation, basically, like, sell that to somebody else, like, some other 
company that's doing a Disney, or not a Disney, uh, doing a dragon, like, needs that animation, and, like, they can, like, sell that technology so somebody else doesn't have to put 30,000 hours of work into animating a dragon, you know? Yeah. I, I don't know. I, you would think that they would, but... Well, and it would be a great way for, like, someone to make money on, like, if you're the animator, or you, like, animate it in a group of people, you can, like sell it to Disney for this, and then you can, like, make all that money off of it, you know? Yeah. Um, but it's, so, for context, also, sort of, 2,000 hours is, like, 40 hours a week, one person, 50 weeks. So, that's, like, if it's one person, that's a full year. Which, I'm, I'm sure assuming, it's a team. Yeah, I'm assuming But even have, still, it's probably a team of five. It takes, what, a month for them to yeah. do the draft? And that's, like, what, five minutes at the end of the movie? Yeah, I don't know. It just seemed... I didn't like the dragon particularly. No, like, I thought it was very All of cheesy. that stuff is not really what I'm here for. No, no. So... And, like, when you... It, and obviously, like, I I just watched all of Game of Thrones over this summer. And, like, the dragons in Game of Thrones are so good. And, like, this mm-hmm. one is so bad. So... I have a note in the second one about that, but we'll wait. About how dra- bad the dragon is? Yeah. About yeah, the dragons and, like, parallels with Game of Thrones. It's so bad. Like, this one, I, di- I didn't see parallels it Parallels with Game of Thrones. It didn't, it didn't bother me as much in the second one because it was such a short amount of time and she's just, yeah. like, flapping her wings in the back. But in this one, like, the dragons, it's, like, up close on the dragon's face. Even, like, even, okay, even the basilisk in Harry Potter is so good, it makes this look so bad. You know, it's, like... I don't really and, remember, but I'll take your word for it. It's, like, so real in, in Harry Potter and in Game of Thrones. Like, it's, like, they look like real, like, mythical creatures, yeah, like, right in front of you. Yeah, those real dragons. But, I mean, it, like, it obviously, it's fantasy. Like, it looks yeah. real. And, like, in this, it looks like a cartoon being added over I think it's supposed set. to. Okay. I And that's probably part of the camp. And, like, it just didn't. Like, they clearly aren't trying to make this super realistic point a yeah the costumes yeah i know but like the <laughs> costumes in i don't think there's a in game of thrones i don't or or harry potter i don't think there's a lot of like uh like great i don't know like usage for those guys like i don't think there's a lot of utility in their clothes mm, i don't know i kind of disagree anyway Okay, um, but yeah. So Cameron Boyce was only 15 years old when they started principal photography on the film in 2014, and being a minor, he was legally obligated to leave set early due to labor laws. Because of this, Disney ended up having to hire five body doubles for Cameron, and in their off time, they animated the dragon. Um, (laughs) Those doubles were a stunt double, a dance double, two picture doubles, and another that was not explained in the video interview that Olivia watched. Yeah. It was just weird because they were like, he's like, yeah, I had five body doubles, and then he's like- Maybe just a stand-in. Yeah, he's like a stunt double, a dance double. It was Noah Sentinel. And he's like, I I had a picture double, and then, which in one of them, in one of the scenes- when we get that, I can tell when he's playing video games and doing, he's playing a video game, his face is to the game, and, like, Dove and, um, they all, like, all of them are there except for him in this scene, and the only, he's supposed to be, like, playing video games, like, doing martial arts and, like, a virtual reality video game the entire time. You never see his face, and I'm like, that is not Cameron voice. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm like, oh my god, that's his double, because he doesn't even turn, I'm like, 
if someone That's walked into deep. your room and you're playing it, you still turn around and like acknowledge that they're there. Yeah. They skip well, that. Well, I have that issue with they clearly did a lot of that in another Cinderella story during the dance portion at the end. Did you oh, notice that? Oh, for sure. You it never see ridiculous. anyone's faces. <laughs> no, it's like Selena Gomez specifically dancing with her hair down so that she can have yeah. the hair in front of the face. Exactly. Um, yeah. Next. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, so the movies, um, all of them, the all the Descendants movies, their costume designer was German-born Kara Sohn, and she was the first runner-up on the first season of Project Runway. Yeah, she's a real one, but I'll explain why in Descendants too. Olivia, you know why, but I'll I'll talk about it in the next one. Oh yes, yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, hold on, hold you on, can, let me. You can do the plugs. I don't need to. So I like redid the plugs, but I guess they're on the Descendants oh. two one. Okay. Did you? I didn't I, know that. I did the part of ones. them. How exciting. Yeah, I redid part of them. Hold on. You might want to note to edit this out so I can open up I don't know. Show. I feel like I just want to keep talking so I don't have to do that because I wasn't I planning on to, doing but... it. <laughs> I, oh my god. So, this... yeah. Um, we were doing these back to back too for a little like behind the curtain. Oh my god, sorry. I just remembered something that I want to tell you after we're done. Oh, okay. I'm going to be so excited. Really? Is this something that has to do with me? Or is it something I'm going to be disappointed that you get to do? (laughs) It's the second one. Oh, of course. That's cool. Thanks. Um, Yeah. Oh, another thing that I'm very excited about is seeing the Backstreet Boys, but Olivia already knows about that. When is that? Um, August 3rd, I think. Oh, okay. That's coming up. It's soon. All right. So, um, so I kind of condensed them a little bit. So to, to okay. learn more about our show and shop our Redbubble store, head to tbt.amp.com. Um, but right now, while you're listening to our podcast, do a quick scroll to the bottom of your Apple podcast app and rate us five stars. And if you're feeling extra generous, leave us a review too. Um, be Did sure to talk about- new ones? I didn't check. Um, so this one, I didn't finish, but um, yeah, talk about our podcast to people. We need- like word of mouth is like the best is one of a, is one of the better ways to spread um how, how much you love our podcast so talk about it to people uh, share it on Facebook do what you can we would really appreciate it um, also if you have anything you want to share or comment with us about the show you can email us at tbtamp at gmail dot com you can slide into our DMs on Instagram at tbt podcast and you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter. Um, at Mac is cheesy. That's M A C K is cheesy. And you can find me at Miranda Johnson, M A R A N D I J H N Z O N. I'd also like to say we've been actually uploading to Instagram recently. Oh my god, our Instagram so is popping! It is. I look. I've just been seeing a lot of things, and I've also been not caring about it. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> we have so. stuff there. We had like some. We have two really good Miley Cyrus tweets that I'm just now realizing are three posts apart from each other so they will remain (laughs) one on top of each other in the feed (laughs) forevermore um and yeah about like harry styles being in talks to play prince eric etc tbt our instagram page is now sort of a replacement for what we used to do on tuesdays what did we call that tbd yes so it's been replaced and it's now on our instagram pretty much awesome that's exciting cool 
Um, cool. Okay. So do you want to start or should I? Oh, uh, you can start. Okay, great. So Mal is daydreaming about being evil. Um, same. That's Descendants too. <laughs> oh, oh my God. <laughs> I just realized I was looking at the wrong one. <sighs> okay, cool. <sighs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and I just like didn't even realize. Okay, so it opens up with like her reading the book, right? Yeah. Okay, so this is all like from the book, much like uh, Shrek or something like that. <laughs> the parallels um, are uncanny. Uncanny, <laughs> truly. Um, okay, so about 20 years ago, Belle and the Beast married and united all of the surrounding kingdoms to form the United States of Oridon, lol, um, of which they were elected king and queen. Not how that king and queen thing works, but okay. But, like, also, um, how angry would you be if you're not in the United States watching no, if I'm this fucking charming, <laughs> if I'm anything else? I don't know. It's just, it's weird. Um, I don't think people that aren't in the United States are mad because I feel like they're used to it. But, like, the fact that it's just, like, straight up the, the United States of... I, I'd be like, what the fuck? Really? But anyway. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, they also banished magic and... Wow, I fully, like, skipped a line. Why can't I read today? Well, um, and the United States... Considering none of these stories originally take place in the United States. Yeah, that's that's the strange one. Except, um... What does? Um... No, maybe none of them. <laughs> yeah, none, none of them. <laughs> um, okay, cool. So, yeah, because they don't have any, like, Moana or something. That'd be no. wild. No. Okay. Um, so they also banished all of the villains to the Isle of the Lost, which is a rundown island surrounded by a barrier that prohibits all magic and prevents escape. Think, like, um, I don't know. Think, like, what's that island called? Alcatraz. Or, like, yes. Australia, you know? Like, <laughs> think Australia. I think more size-wise, we're in line with Alcatraz versus yeah. Australia. But, but okay. I think sort of in terms of, like, free reign, I think it's more in, in tune yeah. with Australia. <laughs> they have a lot of free reign over there. Um, so, yeah, there's, like, a barrier. They can't do any magic. They can't escape. Blah, blah, blah. It's hopeless. Whatever. Their 16-year-old son... Ben, who is set to take over the throne, which just seems like such a bad idea. Like, wait mm-hmm. for your dad to die. Um, he announces that his first proclamation is to give four children um, from the Isle the opportunity to li- to live in Oridon. Um, he chooses Carlos, son of Cruella de Vil, Jay, son of Jafar, Evie, daughter of the evil queen, and Mal, daughter of Maleficent. I love that literally her name is Bal, which is like... Spanish for bad. <laughs> like, yeah, it's really funny. Um, immediately upon hearing the news, Maleficent instructs the four to find the fairy godmother, steal her magic wand. Easy enough, right? Yeah. Um, she gives Mal her spell book, and the evil queen gives Evie her magic mirror to help them. I felt like I was reading that for such a long time. So... Okay, so the uh, I do want to before we even move forward. Um, I've watched a the previews for Descendants three, and they are one one is from the United States one movie, and it was um, Princess and the Frog. They have the the voodoo. I can't remember what his name was, but the voodoo guy. Um, I don't remember and his, his name daughter. Either. I don't Tiana. remember. Um, yeah, yeah. I guess I I don't know if Tiana's actually going to be in the movie, but him and his daughter's name is Celia. 
um, will be in the Descendants 3. So we do have one thing, and that is New Orleans. So that will be a part of the United States of Oregon. Um, but I just wanted to, like, before Pirates I even... Pirates of the Caribbean is... Cl- oh, no, that's not Pirates of the Caribbean. It's um, Peter Pan. Just kidding. Yeah, and that's on, like, a star, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. But you it's know. also London. Yeah, exactly. London to a star. Um, and then... <laughs> Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, and about the dad just being like, oh, yeah, you're 16, now you get to be king. You're, like, what, like, you can't retire at 40, bro. <laughs> I know, like, he just wanted to retire. <laughs> yeah, the Beast is like, oh, I'm sick of this, you're 16, you do it. It's like, what are you doing? Like, okay, Belle and Beast, what the hell are you guys doing with your day? Not nothing, nothing. And Ben's not even graduated from high school yet. Yeah, it's crazy so rude um but yeah the first thing you notice with this movie like just right off the jump is how amazing the costuming is for like a disney channel original movie like this is like next level also the sets are amazing the um like everything is so good it's everything is just so like immersive you really sort of Mm -hmm. like feel the world and like it's it would be cheesy if they didn't just like go so all out Like, if there were some things that were, like, turned down, I think it would feel cheesier. But because everything is, like, turned up to, like, the seven millionth degree, like, it is just... And I think this is because of two things. Well, like, okay, so one, Kenny Ortega. Like, I think that's just, like, the way he is. Like, I don't think... It's kind of like High School Musical. Like, everything was done. And it's it was easier, I think, for High School Musical because it's easier yeah. to find a set that looks just like a high school and everything. But everything is yeah, done to, like, the, the nth degree. Yeah, the most beautiful high school in America. Exactly. And, like, everything is just done... He takes it to, like, the nth degree. And I think this is, like this is real Kenny Ortega. Like, everything has to be, like, so perfect. The sets are perfect. You know, everything is done so well. And I think it reminds me a lot of, like, going to, I mean, Disneyland in a way, but Disney World, because there's, like, four separate parks. Like, when you walk in, you're just like, I am on... I'm in a Disney movie, you know, like yeah. the walking down Main Street and like going into like no, Tomorrowland or Frontierland. Is like that too. Yeah, I just think like I hold like Disney World to like a higher, you know, like we higher, know, obviously. But like it's just it's done. Even like Toontown, it's like you feel like you like stepped into a cartoon. It's so yeah, and then you over get the beat top down and in Toontown. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, yeah, like stuff like that doesn't happen in Disney World, but. <laughs> It's Florida. I'm sure it happens more. <laughs> crazy. The security, they just have heightened security in Florida because they know it's going to happen more frequently. Maybe. But um but yeah, it's just it's it's just so immersive and it's so much like you become like a part. It's it's amazing. And Disney, I think it's just really good at doing that and they have like so much money to just dump into stuff like this um that they hire people like Kenny Ortega who can make it happen. Yeah. Um, yeah, they just did a really amazing job. Yeah, and that was definitely in part of the clips and stuff that I was watching. They were talking about it. Um, they were like showing you around these different sets and stuff like that. And they're like, it, even the actors were like, it's amazing how, like, I've never acted in something that's so, like, down to the minuscule details. These sets are exactly what they look like, you know? The Disney um, difference. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my goodness. There you go. Um, so when they arrive at Oridon Prep, the four meet Ben, his girlfriend Audrey, pr- daughter of Princess Aurora, and Fairy Godmother. And Fairy Godmother, the school's headmistress. 
Audrey is obviously not a supporter of having the villain's kids in her school and abruptly pawns them off onto Doug, son of Dopey, um, which Dopey is a dwarf, so kind of weird that Doug is I mean, not, little people, but, big world, they have non-dwarf children. It's like 50%. I don't think that's a I think word I can use, but you understand what I mean. I think it's genetically like 50%. But um, but yeah, it's just weird that like he's not, he's like a, a nerd. Yeah, I don't know. He doesn't fit into Let the vibe. Live. But whatever. Uh, well, obviously, Mel I think he turns a- into a dragon and you're like, Doug is adorable. Doug is like one of my favorite characters. So like, I don't hate on him. I just like immediately, he's like, oh, I'm dopey son. I'm like, no, you're not. Um, so maybe his mom is a liar. <laughs> she was telling people she slept with Dopey, and she did it. Oh my god! And then he can't even remember all the dwarves' names. I'm just like, really? These are your uncles. Um, so that evening, Evie uses her magic, uses the magic mirror to locate the wand in a museum. Um, the four attempt to steal the wand, with Mal using various spells from her mother's book along the way, and they are, th- but they are thwarted by a protective barrier around the um, around the wand. Which, like, okay, yeah, this place does need like museums have security systems. Children, in defense, there are no museums on the Isle of the Lost. No, no. There's probably, like, a garbage museum. I was just about to say, it'd be, like, trash. <laughs> like, that neon sign museum in Vegas or something. It's just garbage. Oh, God. I cannot believe people pay to go see that kind of stuff. Oh, my like, God. I love that we're on the same page. If somebody told me to do that, I'd be like, we're in fucking Las Vegas, and we're going to go see, like... A pile old, of garbage. Yeah, old neon signs. Ew. Yeah. No, um, absolutely not. Yeah, yeah my so. note for this section is imagine moving through life looking like Sophia Carson. That's all. She she looks different at, like in in those videos. Like in she looks totally different every but she's gorgeous, you know? Like she's yeah. so beautiful, but like she's almost kind of she's very like chameleon like too. Like she can look different from like one day to the next and it's like I don't even recognize that's who she is, but she's always stunning. Yeah, always. Okay, so the next day, the mini villains begin their courses at the school. Jay immediately is recruited to the school's tourney team, which is like something like field hockey and lacrosse, but also like Quidditch. Um, while Ben persists in his attempts to b- befriend Mal, she is busy winning favor with Jane, daughter of fairy godmother, in order to get as close as possible to the magic wand. Evie is smitten with Chad, Cinderella's son, but she winds up merely doing his homework for him after showing him how she uses her magic mirror in class. She also befriends Doug, who informs her that the fairy godmother will be using the magic wand during Ben's coronation. While running sprints with Ben, Carlos overcomes his fear of dogs and befriends the campus mutt, Dude. Yeah, Um, so, um... So, in this section... There's also a part where um, Mal starts giving haircuts, kind of, to people. Yes. Like, she uses her spells and, like, gives people good hair. But, like, the... <coughs> so, her first one, excuse me, is to um, Jane, who's, like, fairy godmother's daughter, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and she... 
like the haircut that she gives her is worse than the hair that Jane has in the beginning and somehow they're all like oh my god like our hair is I so cute now Jane's hair worse. Jane's second hair is so pretty it's like <sighs> long and full and pretty and curly and, and also it's like the hair that she had in the beginning is also better than the hair that Mal has like Mal's wig is just so bad I hate it I think, okay, so I think Jane's hair pre-spell is, like, a cheap wig. Like, it's, like, a bowl cut. Um, it's, I don't like it um, at all. But her new hair is very pretty. And they keep talking about her nose no, being I think so big. And I'm like, I don't have... actually that, like, the, ha- the haircut is better than Mal's. Like, it goes Jane's new hair, Jane's old hair, Mal. Like, her hair is just so bad. I hate it. I like the darker color of the purple, though, than the second movie. The, the purple gets a lot lighter, and I don't like it. Um, mm, I prefer it lighter. Mm, I like the darker purple. I'd love, like, um, a pastel purple instead, but I understand. Oh, my God, yes. That would have been so perfect. I think, yeah, that, and. Mal is not a pastel kind of girl. But, like, I like, I loved the light blonde. The, the like, white in the second movie is so beautiful. Yeah. Um, um, another note that I have is that there are so many, like, little cutie, like, teen heartthrobs in this movie that I feel like people would be obsessed with, but mm-hmm. I feel like they really just, like, don't get the respect that they deserve. Like, where is Mitchell Hope, who plays Ben, and, like, where is whoever played Chad? Like, what are they doing? I don't understand. Yeah, I don't watch a lot of Disney. I just assume they all do, like, Disney projects. I, I was no looking, idea. So, like, Mitchell Hope specifically, like, I was looking at his IMDb, and, like, this is all he does, and he doesn't have a good game on Instagram, and it's like, bro, like, you could be a big deal. I don't think he's that cute. I think he comes off as so dorky. Like, No, he, he does, so but dorky. I feel like that's, like, even the ones that sort of made it big on, like, being cute, like, all yeah. also kind of have, like, something dorky about them. Did you see High School Musical 1 and Zac Efron? Like, <laughs> yeah. come on. But, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I just don't, like, get, I, I can't get behind Ben that, I don't know. Like, I just think he's, like, no. he very much, like, this whole movie, even, like, the second movie, he's very much, like, chicken with his head, well, no, just in this movie. He's very much, like, in chicken the with his movie, head cut off. he's just dumb. Yeah, like, the first movie, it, like, he's just, like, has no clue what's going on trying to figure it out, which, like, I get that that's the character. The second yeah. movie, he's supposed to, like, have, in six months, gotten it all together, and he is, like, but, like, he is so oblivious to what's going on with, like, anything outside of himself. And there's just so many comments I have on that. However, with this one, I do want to say that in the movie, in all these clips that I was watching, they call, like, the mini-villains, the villain kids, like, VKs, villain kids, so, but like, and I hate it. Like, they're yeah, like, I don't oh, like that. The new VKs. I'm like, okay, this is not Burger King. Like, quit. No. <laughs> but, and like, they call way. them VKs. Like, everybody calls them that. Like, that's clearly what they've been like titled by Disney. And it's, I, so I call them mini villains. So that's what we're going with. Yeah, I prefer that. Yeah, I think A it's villain cute. offspring. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, um, or yeah. you could just call them the descendants. Yeah, true. Just an idea. Um, Um, Yeah, so after learning that Ben's girlfriend will be seated close to the fairy godmother's wand during the coronation, Mal bakes a cookie laced with a (laughs) love potion and gives it to Ben. I love that. Um, I think that's hilarious. He falls wildly in love with her, and 
strong, a strong emphasis on wildly. Um, professing his admiration for her through song following the tourney game <laughs> win that afternoon. When by, Malik's... By wildly, you mean like like Wells Adams and Sarah Hyland? <laughs> like, that's what you mean by wildly. Yeah, like, he is obsessed. Like, he is, like, ridiculously... Not to steal from the song, but um, he is just... It's insane. He's next level. Yeah. Um, so when Mal accepts Ben's date proposal for the coronation, Audrey quickly grabs Chad and announces that he is her new boyfriend. In chemistry class, Chad turns Evie's, turns Evie's mirror into the teacher in an effort to have her expelled for cheating, but she proves to the teacher and herself that she doesn't need the help of the mirror by scoring a B-plus without it. Hell Good yeah. for her. I love Evie, honestly. Um, also, the chocolate chip cookie being a love potion is the most realistic part of this movie. Like, I have had a chocolate chip cookie that was that good. <laughs> like, but like, I feel like I, I somebody who the makes, recipe in the notes if you need it. Like, but it's so unlikely that like someone who has never made a chocolate chip cookie before in their life like makes that good of one. I'm sorry. No, this it's they're really good, and like the, she doesn't even know what they are, so. <laughs> That's true. But she has a recipe. And like maybe, oops, maybe the recipe is this, is that good? It's a Sally's Baking Addiction. The recipe is for s'mores chocolate chip cookies. Well, oh. why don't we, we should post it on our Instagram. We should, honestly. Like that's okay. our, that's our love potion cookie. If you ever yeah, need it. That's what, yeah, that's what it's going to be. It's going to be the love potion cookie post. There we go. Um, okay, so on a date before the coronation, Mal begins to develop genuine feelings for Ben, mostly through song, um, <laughs> ultimately tearing her between her desire to please her mother and the happiness that comes from being good. During the school's family day, the mini-villains are ostracized when Audrey's grandmother, Queen Leah, I don't know. Um, she's real- So she's Sleeping Beauty's mom. Okay. Um, realizing who Mal is, berates her and the other mini-villains in front of all the students and their families. Apparently, like, isn't that the thing with Maleficent? I haven't seen Sleeping Beauty in, like, at least 15 years. So... Yeah, so... So when, um... So when Aurora is being christened, they invite everybody in the entire kingdom except for Maleficent. Um, I mean, So that would be, be Queen Leah and her husband. Not a cool move. Like, that's so yeah. mean. Yeah, no, and then um, Maleficent shows up and curses the baby. So, like, the whole thing that Queen Leah goes on, she's like, I blame your mother for the reason why I didn't get to experience my child's, like, my little girl's childhood with her. Hmm. Which is, like, a reason to be mad, but, like, don't take that out on her daughter. And that's kind of what Ben says. It's, like, it's not her fault her mom's a piece of shit. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. Um, so, yeah. Though Ben reassures them that everything will be okay after the coronation. The other students make it clear that they want nothing to do with the mini-villains. When Jane turns on Mal and Evie, Mal reverses her earlier beauty spell to spite her, which is so rude. But, like... Honestly, warranted. Yeah, no, if somebody's gonna be like, oh, yeah, be your friend one minute and then be a piece of shit to you, uh, yeah, screw you, I'm taking my stuff back. Yeah. Um, So I feel like the... Um, a dress that so so Mal wears this like dress to, to the left to the left. Um, she wears this dress to their like moped and hiking date that Ben takes her on, and like n- the last thing you want to be wearing on a motorcycle, moped, or hiking is a dress. And I'm blaming Ben for not telling her like be like, hey, don't wear pants. Like wear something you know with like 
a crotch. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's no reason to ever wear tulle and fishnets, so I'm not blaming Ben. However, what I will say is, like, I think that that's sort of a way of the costume designer conveying that, like, she is really trying to fit in. Yeah. And, like, it's just not happening. Like, if she was Mal from the aisle, she'd be wearing pants. Yeah, that's, she should be wearing pants on a moped and okay. while hiking. <laughs> All right. The chafe um, is real, okay? Like, that is not what you want to be wearing while hiking through Dove a forest. Dove Cameron does not chafe. It's not a oh, problem. Oh, no. That girl, yeah. Her thigh gap is six inches wide. Come on. Yeah. Um, yeah, so at Ben's coronation, Mal gives him a cupcake with the antidote to the love potion, but he admits that the spell washed away when he swam in the enchanted lake and that not all of his... What? Not a thing. Oh, yeah. Also, it was like a pond. It was not a lake. Um, and that all of his feelings for her have been genuine. As Fairy Godmother is giving his, giving her a blessing of Ben, a bitter Jane snatches the wand from her mother in an effort to improve her physical beauty. Like, maybe not the best time to do this, but okay. Um, she doesn't know how to use the wand properly and accidentally destroys the Isle of the Lost Barrier. Mal Idiot. wrestles... Amateur. Mal wrestles the wand away from Jane, but is momentarily torn over what to do with it. Ultimately, she chooses to be good, stay in school with her mini villain friends, and be with Ben. Yeah. Good for her. (laughs) Really good for her. Um, your note. <laughs> oh, sorry, I didn't see how one. Um, yeah, so uh, oh yeah, Mal's coronation dress is not cute. It's like a lavender, but it's also like very Marie Antoinette. I'm not into it at all. Not yeah, at all. I personally love a good Marie Antoinette moment. This ain't it. Like, didn't like this one. Yeah, I, no, it, I don't really like. I feel like the fashion in this movie, like none of it's that cute, but it's just very like appropriate for the world. But none of it's like yeah. okay to wear in like you know, real life. It's not However, some of, like, between, like, in Descendants 2, some of their leather jackets, like, I would 100% wear one of those. Like, Absolutely the purple, not. oh my god, I would 100% wear one of the purple or blue leather jackets. Like, not with, like, words and stuff on them, but, like, the de- the design with, like, studs and stuff, they're so cute. I would 100% wear them. Okay. Interesting. Oh, yeah. So. I love a cute leather jacket. <laughs> Um, Maleficent arrives at the ceremony, freezing everyone except herself and the mini-villains. You know, that's handy. Um, the four stand up to Mal's mom, and then she transforms into an angry dragon. Again, Mal and her friends defy her, using a counterspell to turn Maleficent into a tiny little lizard. That's the size of, what, the love that she has in her heart? Something like that. Um... (laughs) Mal returns the wand to Fairy Godmother to and unfreezes everyone. All of Oridon preps. Students celebrate Ben's coronation with a giant party, and then suddenly this 16-year-old is the king. Yeah, you know how that works. Yeah, totally. Um, I did think it was hilarious how um Maleficent like pulls she she's talking to um Mal and she like is referencing Beast. And he is wearing these, like, nerdy glasses. She takes them off, and she's like, in another life, in another life. And I was like, it was really funny. <laughs> the dad is super hot, though. Like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, I get it. Oh, yeah, no, totally. I'm, anyway. I'm on board with that. <laughs> um, yeah, just an iconic move. Um, and that's the movie. Yeah. Okay, so character to keep an eye on. Mine is Evie. I think she was my fave. 
Um, yeah, so I think, I, I mean, like, I'm gonna give it to Doug, because he's so, like, he's so cute and sweet, and, like, I love that he just, like, like, he just, like, loves Evie, and, like, he tells her the truth, but, like, in the nicest way possible, like, he's so good to her, and so sweet, and, like, he doesn't push her, like, more than she needs, you know, like, he, like, yeah, treats no, they're her great. exactly the way she needs. They're great. It's so cute. I love it. It's very supportive, and she yeah. is just... She's so talented and like she I love that she really embraces the world. Yes. Like I just it felt like she was really like thriving. Oh yeah, totally. Like I love, 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 love the scene where they walk into the dorms and and, uh Mal is like, uh, and Evie's like, oh yeah, yeah, it's terrible. Like she's so (laughs) cute. Like Mm -hmm. I just think like Sophia I like and it's different between the first movie and the second movie. Like, Sophia Carson is so cute in this movie. Um, and I think, like, her and Doug, like, being close and, like, him, like, I'm going to wait and not, like, push and, you know, I'm going to tell her, you know. And, like, he's so cute and supportive. I love them together. They are precious. Precious. Um, what's your... So, oh, what's, okay. your fa- what's your favorite song from the movie? And list it... So, the songs, like, with per- that are in the movie with, like, performances are Rotten to the Core with the many villains, Evil Like Me with Mal and Maleficent, Did I Mention Ben um, sings it during the game thing, um, If Only from Mal, Be Our Guest by Ben and the Prep Kids, and <laughs> Set It Off with the whole cast. I have no idea what half of these songs are, and I just watched this movie. Um, the only one that I remembered when I was like reading through this before I watched it was Rotten to the Core. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think my favorite is actually a BR. Eh, I don't know. I really liked the version of BR Guest, and BR Guest is my favorite sort of classic Disney song. Um, I think I have to say Rotten to the Core. I have a clear favorite in Descendants 2. Oh, me but- too. I mean, this um, music is just so much worse than Descendants it's 2. It's so Every bad. Every song in the second one is better than it's any amazing. song in, the, yeah. in this. So, yeah. Yeah. So, um, the music in this movie is terrible. It is terrible, terrible, terrible. I didn't like Not any of the songs. The um, yeah, it was awful. Um, and it's so good in the second one. Um, yeah. But, yeah. And I liked this version of Be Our Guest. And it was, like, the only one that, like, I could even get halfway behind. So it's that's going to be like, my favorite. It's very, like, Glee cast version. <laughs> yeah. No, totally. And I'm like, okay. I love a good remake. Like, I love a cover. And, the, like, I hated the other. The thing isn't that, like, I really loved the Be Our Guest. It was that I disliked the other songs. Like, I skipped through the the, the songs. They were yeah. so bad. Um, cool. Okay. What's your rating? So, the thing is, I really liked the music in this one. I didn't love the... I really liked the storyline in this one versus I didn't like the songs at all. Um, I'm going to give it a... uh, A 3.5. I am giving this a 4. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. It's good. Sounds good. Yeah, so... I've watched this movie a few times, and I could see myself watching it again if I'm in the mood, you know? Yeah, no, totally. This is a movie I, I really, yeah, like, I like the movie. I love, the storyline is so good for this movie, where, like, it, it makes the songs bearable, but, yeah, so 3.75, No, I would watch this again, but I'm skipping through the songs. The songs, absolutely. I specifically didn't this time, but, like, other times that I've watched this, I have skipped through the songs. 
Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. I agree. Um, cool. Okay. All right. So next we have Descendants 2. Yeah. So, so see you then. we're going to hang up and record that right now. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. I'm probably going to pee, but. <laughs> okay. Me too. Okay. Awesome. So see you next week. Bye. All right.